Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 245, recorded live on Saturday, February 25th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who really wants some Verners, Dave Play. Mm, Verners. And the man who could get as much Verners as he wants, but won't. Andy Lowe, hi. Wait, why not? I don't drink Verners. What do you I mean have, you don't drink Verners? I, I only drink Verners if it's the last thing. It's not really high on my hierarchy of soda consumption. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Okay, fine. So, let's see right now. Uh, Mountain Dew Voltage. Regular Mountain Dew. Is this your list of, of what you have or your list of priority? List of priority. Right now we just have okay. regular Which Mountain Dew. Voltage is the blue one? or yes. the Okay. The blue one with the ginseng, and it has a slight raspberry taste to it. Then there's a regular Mountain Dew. Okay. Um, let's see. What else could I get right now? Uh, uh, regular Coca-Cola. Uh, maybe some vanilla Coke. Um, Barks Cream Soda is good. Uh, Baja Blast. And then I think maybe some burners down there near the bottom. Wait. Did I, did I miss Virgil's Cream Soda? Hmm. I forgot where I could get that around here. Meyer. True. <laughs> Yeah, I actually got some the other day because it was a, a dollar a bottle at the health food store where I have to get my arginine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, so yeah, Virgil's... Mm. Sprecha root beer. That one I have to go to Menards to get. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what else is on my list at the moment. Fago. Eh. Eh? Fago cream soda is okay. Vanilla Coke. I already said vanilla Coke. That was below oh, regular I, Coke. I missed it. Really, you take regular over vanilla? I used to like the vanilla, but it seems they've somehow changed the taste of it. It's not the they, same They have changed the recipe slightly. That's pretty evident. If it was when vanilla Coke first came out. And if it de- also, if it depends on if it's actual vanilla syrup. It's actual vanilla syrup in the Coke, and that's good. Also, what's also good is uh, bark As opposed to vanilla extract? <laughs> well, whatever the vanilla flavoring is, they add. Okay, right. Anyways. But um, Bark's root beer and vanilla syrup. Get that at Steak and Shake sometimes. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm, steak and Shake. That's so why can you not get Verner's there? I thought there's a Target right next to you. Andy. Yes. Verner's is Michigan. So? So almost no one here carries it. We found one store that carries it. And they, yeah, the two liters are like two bucks and 50 cents Whew. for a two liter of Verner's. Everything else is like, you know, buck 90, buck 80, <laughs> buck 40 is what Laura says. You could buy a 12-pack for 10, 10 bucks plus sixteen twenty three shipping from Amazon? Oh. A 10-pack of 2 liters? No, a 12-pack of cans. For 10 bucks? <laughs> okay, that is overcharging. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, I, they, they actually did sell the 12-pack of cans for roughly the same price as any other soda. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. So I've gone through a 12-pack of Verner's in a week. Mostly because I shared some. Yeah. There's the Verner's store. There's a Verner's store? Yes. Vernerstore.com. Uh seventeen ninety nine for a twelve ounce twelve pack cans. <laughs> you could buy let's see, eight six packs in half liter plastic bottles for eighty bucks. That is just I that's a really <laughs> eight two liter bottles for forty five dollars. No? No. Got it. Still seems like a little expensive. <laughs> Oh, it's all that shipping. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yep. Because it's expensive, too, because it's a liquid. Yes. And they have to be careful when they ship it. It's going yep. to arrive flat anyways. You're going to have to let it sit for a day if it's not flat because it's going to be so shaken up. <laughs> so not worth it. No. All right. Let's just checking it out. All right. No, 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 no. 
So Mountain Dew Voltage, really? Yeah. That is your drink of choice? Yes, it is quite tasty. And it has the caffeine, too. So let me pose this to you and, and fend off a random uh, topic that I'm sure someone is thinking about. If you could have only one drink in the world, Andy, what would it be? <laughs> um, I would, might actually have to go with milk, then. Okay. For the calcium and such. Yeah, I was going to go with water. <laughs> It's like one of those trick questions. Okay, you get that, and you're slowly going to die. <laughs> and malnutrition. <laughs> and, like, you can get calcium from plenty of other sources. Water, not so much. Well, I suppose, like, eh, a lot of fruit has water. True. Anyways, topics? <clears throat> you okay there? Not really. Okay. Verners and chocolate. <laughs> My breakfast. <laughs> now, you see, I got up at, uh, like... Eight nine this morning. I was supposed to go running today, but um, it. How's the snow? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I looked out my front window and I'm like, I can't see where the steps are. Yeah. So I went on the bike instead. Yep. Uh, I was thinking about that all of yesterday, watching it come down. I'm like, hmm, it's gonna be fun for Andy in about four hours. Yeah. Should I start like giving you a heads up? No. I... Just like, hey, it snowed a lot last night. <laughs> I know there was going to snow, but I thought they were going to it was going to be, you know, like a light dusting. But no. No. Nope. Not at all. Oh, speaking of exercise, we actually had some listener mail. Woo! Which you too could also send to us. For a chance? Oh, yes, yeah. the contest too. God. Oh, I'm forgetting so well many done, things. Well done, Andy. So many things. So, um for those who don't know, if cuz you haven't listened to the end of an episode, um we we're having a contest in February. You can send us email or a tweet. Or telling, wait, there's a third or. Is there? I don't know. Email, tweet. Yeah, probably not texting. No. Okay. And you are watching our Twitter feed, right? Yes. Okay. Good. I actually wanna... figured out how to do that on TweetDeck. It took me forever in a day. Add a column, RA Podcast. I know, but uh, I was doing mentions of RA Podcast, but that wasn't really working. So then I actually found the RA Podcast feed. It's interesting okay. to see what RA Podcast is following that I'm not. <laughs> And what I'm well, following that Ari Podcast I think it, is at one point, Ari Podcast started following everyone who followed it. Ah, so, contest. End yes. of February, which, um, if you listen to this on Monday, gives you till Wednesday. One or more things that you like about the show gives you a chance to enter, win $15 on Amazon, right? Yep. There are currently three entries. Really, like, literally all you have to do is write in and say, I like blah, mm-hmm. something, and, and you have entered. Yes, and you have, a, right now, would be a 25% chance. So it's not hard at all. Nope, 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 not at all. All right, so there was the contest. What was, uh, oh, yes, the listener mail. In response to our talk about the interval training. Wait, we got some other listener mail? Did you not read that email? I don't <laughs> know that I got that email. It was sent to you. It, it's, it has your name. Okay, go ahead. I, I may have listened to it, and it has slipped from my memory. Dplay at RAPodcast.net. Just go ahead and get started. Um, his brother is an educated nurse and fitness trainer. Mm-hmm. And while he says that the heart is a muscle, like your biceps, it's not the same sort of muscle, and such isn't trained in the same way. If your heart was made from the same muscle tissues as the one you train in your legs, torso, and arms, it couldn't possibly keep pumping blood nonstop for decades without tearing itself apart. I see. So. So my, my, well, but even if it's not the, the same sort of muscle, wouldn't working it hard still help it increase? I do believe so. I'm not exactly sure what the endurance training for cardiovascular stuff actually does to your heart, but hmm. I'm just going by what they were told yeah. before. Dave went off on his own thing and now has gotten shot <laughs> yeah. down. Okay. I, I will accept that. So. 
If you I do, do something actually, that Dave doesn't, I, feel free to email you us. You know, what I need to do is just wait until I have, like, a cardiologist in one of my classes. Oh, that'd be a brilliant idea. That's what you should do to start off every class. Anybody here do a cardiologist? Do I have any cardiologists in the room? <laughs> it would be a very long time before I did because I don't teach those classes. Cardiologists don't need to know how to write reports. They just need to know how to use them. Do you ever start out a class asking if there's a doctor in the house? No, but, you know, that's actually... Hmm. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. No, we, we generally start off by saying name, role, you know, who, what your organization is, and then some fun fact, some fun icebreaker. Like favorite soup? Favorite video... Well, not favorite video game. They don't play video games. Uh, favorite game, generally board game, favorite movie, favorite thing about winter, etc., etc. Favorite thing about winter. Oh, yep. Depends on if they had to drive in it that morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're all shuttled in. Oh. Not all. Most of them are shuttled in. We take care of our guests. Gotcha. All right, so moving on to actual topics. Aw. Okay. Well, we have uh, a I lot of probably, them. Yeah, so. you should probably pull up the web page. Holy shit, that's a lot of topics. That's about what we normally have. Pokemon. Pokemon, oh. Nintendo is really kind of embracing this, aren't they? How so? Well, I guess not Nintendo. Because you've got like Final Fantasy and Chrono Trigger, but that's Square Enix. Yes. So Nintendo hasn't really thrown anything up there yet. Because Nintendo believes that it, Nintendo products should only be played on... Nintendo products. Nintendo products, yeah. <laughs> but I guess what happened over the last week, there was a surprise appearance of Pokemon Yellow on iTunes. People are like, whoa, Pokemon Yellow? It, it can't be the actual Pokemon Yellow. Um... Well, it is Pokemon Yellow produced by Home of Anime, right? Okay, but that's not, uh, 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 shit, what's the company's name? Something Freak, I think. Game Freak? I don't know where you're going with that. And it's not the publisher, it's not the original writer of Pokemon. No, it's not. This is a, a, uh, just a, a bad rip. Yes, yes, it is a bad rip. Because most people, um, as soon as they bought the game, gave it the lowest rating possible and said the thing crashed on starting. Yeah, Game Freak, developers. So why is this on the iStore? Why, how did this get past Apple's kind of draconic policy? I don't know, but it got past them and then jumped up to the number two top paid iPhone app. Because everyone saw the word Pokemon. And wanted to play it. For a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, so... According to some of the later reports, supposedly the company that developed this, quote unquote, made about $10,000 off of this. But it, it's not, and they're going to get their asses sued. Yeah. It's one of the things is uh, they're not, people are not sure if Apple's actually going to pay them the money or not because it, it appeared, jumped up to number two, and then was quickly taken down. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but if I was Nintendo. I'd be ready to sue Apple. Also, I'd be ready to put out my own version. I'd start working on Pokemon for the App Store because it seems... <laughs> It's going to cost you more than $10,000 to port that over. Probably. And if you do port it over, part of that process would end up being probably, I can't say for certain, but probably uh, designing an emulator for the NES that would run on the iPhone. And if that were to leak out official from Nintendo, bad news bears. <laughs> there are emulators on the iPhone. I was going to say, I'm like, for I'm the not NES, already but those, are, those are not official. Yeah, if Nintendo officially puts out their own emulator, oof. Yeah. 
say, I can't believe that got all the way up. I can't believe it got past Apple's copyright stuff in two. Right. I like this is this is like I I it had to I I don't want to attribute Apple as as a conspiracy, but it had to be intentional. There's no way it had. It just somebody was not paying attention, or someone was like, Hey guys, let's fuck over Nintendo. Since they've continuously refused to release anything on our stuff, we'll let someone else do it. You don't see that? Nope. Okay. I'm just being paranoid and delusional again. Yep. Now, if you were really paranoid, you would uh, probably encrypt your hard drives. Do you do that? Nah, no. Uh, well, it seems that some do you? people... No, I don't. But some people do. Okay. And Yeah, well, some people are also in trouble with the law. Yes, including a man down in Florida who is currently um, on trial for child pornography crimes. Right. So um, his hard drives were encrypted using Smart true guy. Yeah, especially if you're doing something bad. Um, the court ordered him to decrypt it. Yep. And he, he said, wait a minute, Fifth Amendment. Yes, which, for those who don't the know, court the Constitution said is... To, I was going to say what the Fifth Amendment was. Oh, it, it's the right not to self-incriminate. Yes. It's the right not to, like, pull out the bloody knife and say, yes, I did this. Uh, the court said too effing bad, originally. Yes. So then the guy conveniently forgot his password on how to decrypt it, and then uh, his lawyers appealed, and the appellate court said, wait a minute... No, no, no. This actually is Fifth Amendment. Um, if if you don't have the evidence to say there's something there, you can't do this. It's it's like a search warrant. You need a, a basically you need a warrant to have someone decrypt their hard drive. Well, that's just one of the two cases currently going on with actually encrypt hard drives. So in San Francisco, the federal appeals court said, no, they can't decrypt it. Like it's Fifth Amendment stuff. In yep. Colorado, a woman is under trial for um, fraudulent real estate transactions. And the court has a laptop that's encrypted. And that one went to the appeals court. And that appeals court said, no, you need to decrypt it. So it, mm. two appeals courts. Yep. Two different decisions. Yep. Uh, until that goes up to the Supreme Court, which I could see this doing fairly quickly. Yeah, because everything's digital now. It's in- yeah, this this is rather an important rule. Yeah. God, but can you imagine what's going to be involved in that Supreme Court case? And how much time will be spent educating the justices on methods of encryption and what it means to have an encrypted hard drive? I think they could understand it. The... The judges so far in these two cases seem to know what they're talking about. Yes, but these are appeals judges. Yeah, true. They are not Supreme Court justices. And as, as wonderful as this country is to have a Supreme Court like that, they are not the uh, most up-to-date people. No. Who is the youngest person on the Supreme Court? That's uh, Kagan, isn't it? I think so. Let's see. Supreme Court average age. God, I love how people have already searched for this stuff. At Google, it's like, I know what you're about to ask. Yep. Demographics of the Supreme Court of the United States. Age, section 6. Youngest justice ever appointed was 32 back in 1812. Jeez. The oldest was 67 back in 1930. Let us remind everyone, these are appointments for life. Yes. So So if you're 32 and you're a Supreme Court justice... You know what you're doing for a long time. Okay. Uh, the justice is currently sitting. Here we go. The youngest at a time of appointment was Clarence Thomas, who was 43 years old at the time. And how long ago was that? 1991. Okay. At the beginning of the 2010-2011. now. Yeah. 2011 term, Kagan is the youngest judge sitting at 50 years of age. Yep. Uh, let's see. John Paul Stevens, who just left, was two months after turning 90. So average age, 69 to 70, somewhere in there. Right. 
<clears throat> so really, do you do you want these people deciding on tech issues? It's the way we're set up. Yeah, I know. We need a Supreme Court of the Internet. <laughs> Speaking of... Um, Speaking of bad ideas. <laughs> well, no, I was just thinking of lawyers playing words with friends with my brother. Yeah. Um, who started out the game playing enzymes. Seriously? Yeah. He's played three words. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, three words. He's at 127 points. Enzymes. Enzymes. Yeah, he Stop. got a Z and a Y and an M. And an, uh, Z, 10 and points, three two points. Two E's four and points. an S. Yeah. Well, one of those E's was mine. Ah, okay. So you gave him the ability to play Enzyme. Unfortunately, yes. God. I call hacks. 42-point average per word. I call hacks. That is, oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, I almost just want to resign after that word, because I'm like, it's going to be you, an uphill battle the entire time. You really should time. have, and just given up on that and started again. But I'm currently undefeated at Words with Friends. <laughs> All good things, Andy. All good things. Yeah, I'm currently playing with uh, one of our listeners. The one who won our uh, Portal 2. I do believe she was the one who won Portal 2 from us. Oh. I need to find a good uh, phone-based game that is not Words with Friends. Um, If anybody wants to play me, my username is QS23, of course. Of course. Of course. A horse is a horse. Of course, of course. Listen that a horse is Mr. Ed. No one can talk to a horse. Nope. Or is it no one can talk to us? No one's heard of a talking horse. I don't remember. All I know is it's Mr. Ed. And then Wilbur. So, um, also, sticking with the court rulings. Remember yeah. how we talked about AT&T? <laughs> Sorry. Which time, Andy? The one where they were um, throttling the people who had the unlimited data plans? Yes. And they were throttling them at 1.5 to 2 gigabytes of data, even though pe- they were paying the same amount as people who got 3 gigabytes of data? Yes. Well, he sued AT&T. One of them. Good for him. And won. Good for him. That was a fast lawsuit. $850. Good for him. The judge said it wasn't fair for the company to purposely slow down his iPhone when he had sold him an unlimited data plan. There is precedence here now. Yes, yes, there is. <laughs> this is going to cost AT&T significantly more than $800. Well, of course, AT&T is now appealing the judge's ruling. Yeah, I bet they are. <laughs> you guys were like, I just won 800 bucks. I also won the fact that AT&T can no longer actually sell unlimited that's not unlimited. Yeah. Which of these is more important? Yeah, okay, uh, so you know how you can't do class S in lawsuits anymore. It has to be through arbitration or small claims court. Yeah. The customer contract specifies that those who win an award from the company in arbitration that is greater than the company's pre-arbitrated settlement offer will get at least $10,000. Okay. So if you go through arbitration... <laughs> But did they offer him a, a settlement? Um, he picked the same amount for his claim, though AT&T stipulation about the minimum award doesn't apply in small claims court. So that's probably why it was only $800, as it was small claims. Yeah. But still, AT&T can't sell unlimited unless it's unlimited. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to keep an eye on this. <laughs> yeah, please do. Because... <laughs> oh, man, Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, all have to be looking at this going, fuck, they caught us. That stupid one judge, damn it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. (sighs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that's just so amusing. It's like 850 bucks, but the principle of it, oh, is so much more. Because you can see that on AT&T's, like, on some report from a lawyer, it's like, hey, look, we only lost 800 bucks. Woo. You owe me more than that for what I just did for you guys. And AT&T looks at this and is like, what have you done? (laughs) 
It's like, oh, I just sold them a cow. <laughs> that being the only cow that we use get all our milk from. Yep. Crap. Stupid magic beans. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. Next. Um, so we talked about how uh, Tesla was suing Top Gear, right? Yeah, for for kind of saying that their cars sucked. Yeah, well, it was... Um, Go with it. Yes, basically, yes. The, the, the Top Gear said um, this Tesla has issues. Tesla said... Go with it. Yeah, just go with it. Yeah. We, we know. Um, we all remember. In October of last year, they had to change their falsehood claim to saying that there were reasonable grounds to suspect that each of the Top Gear claimants had intentionally and significantly misrepresented the range of the Roadster by claiming it had a range of about 200 miles and that its true range on the Top Gear test track was only 55 miles. So now they're saying that Top Gear had intentionally said something untrue rather than intentionally misrepresenting the true facts. Which Okay. It doesn't really matter now because now the uh, judge tossed out the um, suit or the really? case. Yeah, the judge threw out the case. Saying, go suck it up, yeah. make a better car. They threw it out as unreasonable as motorists are aware that cars will perform different under different conditions, such as being on a racetrack. Yeah. <laughs> so Tesla said, oh, you guys are lying to people. Now it's just saying, well, you said something untrue. Now it's, oh, Tesla. Yeah, but you know what? I'm still excited for when my uncle gets his. Which one is he getting? The S. Ah. Have you seen those reports going around online about the batteries bricking? Oh, Andy? Yeah? Who are you asking? Asking you. Why would I be looking up information about a Tesla? It's been going around the internet. Do you know how often I spend on Jalopnik? <laughs> I've actually caught it first on Reddit, actually. Do you know how much time I spend on Reddit? Probably not a lot. None. I've never been to Reddit. Ah. So, moving along. Yes. Uh, T-Mobile. Yes. Has, in, in this whole AT&T is going to try and buy T-Mobile, oh shit, no they can't. Uh, part of that kind of settlement was AT&T had to give T-Mobile Spectrum. Yes, and lots of money. Lots of money. <laughs> so, um, Deutsche Telekom had their press conference. So I thought Deutsche Telekom was, had originally said, if AT&T doesn't do this, we are dropping T-Mobile like a brick. That was their original, yes, that's exactly what they said. They have since rescinded that, haven't yes. they? During the press conference, they announced that they are using the Spectrum and money to basically just explode T-Mobile's network. <laughs> well played, Deutsche Telekom. Well played. No, we will never attack Poland. <laughs> Poland is our ally. I guess it's more Russian than Germanic, but gets the idea across. Oh, that reminds me of the Top Gear um, thing where they were talking about some German GPS. Anytime you put plug the GPS in to go to Paris, it took you through Czechoslovakia. <laughs> I was going to say Belgium, but sure. <laughs> Czechoslovakia, Belgium, uh, same joke. Oh, God. Ah, uh, Nazi humor. Not even Nazi humor at that point. It's just World War II humor. Yeah. So, there's this whole massive expansion is going to take part in three parts. First part is they're going to basically start removing uh, their 2G GSM usage. So, if you have a really old phone, they can't do 3G, which I'm not Most. sure if Kate's current cell phone can do 3G or not. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember if the G1 had 3 Yes, it did have 3G. Okay. I wonder if the W4... So, if, if you're Android, you're fine. Yes, Anything prior to that is kind of iffy. So if your phone is more than, what, like 2009, 2008 or nine, somewhere around there? Something. Um, then you're going to start to have some issues. Okay. But. Um, oh, but damn it. That kind of sucks. 
Well, because I, I use their 2G network. I know, as do I during most of my area. Well, not even area, but just the, the battery saving is incredible. I know, but they're uh, the... Um, okay, so they're going to drop some of the low 2G GMM, GSM usage in order to make room for the HSPA+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Their current, what is it, 4G, yeah. quote-unquote? 21 megabytes per second, or yeah. megabits per second. They're going to move that to the G- 2G spectrum, and then the HSPA spectrum, they're going to actually deploy LTE, which is the 4G network that... That everybody else is using, i.e. Verizon and Sprint. And yeah, AT&T. but I thought on LTE you couldn't make a call, you couldn't use it for voice and data at the same time. That is currently correct. Currently correct? Yes. T-Mobile is working on a workaround? Um, well, there are there's two options at the moment. There's voice over LTE, which is currently in, in the works, but by the time, because this is going to happen all by like the end of 2013 is when they're finally going to get to putting out the LTE network. Okay. And there's also single radio voice call continuity. Basically, this means that you can actually use... Because currently at the moment, you can't use LTE networks for voice data. For voice. You can use it for data, but you can't use it for voice. But now, people are like, well, um, that's going to suck because everybody's moving to LTE. Yeah. So now they're doing voice (laughs) over that stuff. But, okay, I'm reading this article. I missed this the first time. But I like the fact that I'm on GSM and everyone else is on LTE. Um, They're going to swap out the old 2G equipment and some of the 3G equipment with new multi-mode equipment that supports 2G, HSPA+, and LTE. Ooh. So coverage everywhere yes. of all kinds. And the great part is the new equipment is going to have the ability to have remote software upgrades and reconfigurations. Cool. So once they actually put it scary, down. scary, but cool. Yeah. Easily hackable. Yeah. Hackable nothing like if the control to other people let the government shut down the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Thinking like Rainbow Six. Man, you are freaking paranoid. I don't know why, but I. Well, you read Rainbow Six. I did. I mean, they already have this ability. The difference is they wouldn't actually have to travel to the cell tower now. Nope. Although probably in all likelihood they already have this ability anyway, so it doesn't make any difference. All you gotta do is just cut the power to the tower. That and the fact that the tower actually still has to go back to landlines. Yep. Anyways. So over the next two years, T-Mobile's network is going to get faster and larger very quickly. Yay! I'm just also kind of surprised that they're going to have an LTE network. That was... Yeah, that is kind of surprising. Because I remember a long time ago, they were like, oh, LTE. HSPA Plus is where it's at, man. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, we'll do LTE. Well, okay, so let's, let's look at this. If they allow LTE, their phones will have to support LTE. Yes. What phone? I mean, there there is a phone, Andy, that supports LTE, now supports LTE, that T-Mobile would probably very much like. Which is? The iPhone. Aha! Uh-huh. Granted, it started as GSM. Yeah. But everyone's buying the LTE version. This would allow anyone to use a Verizon phone on T-Mobile's network. Well, if it's an LTE Verizon phone. Yeah, well, that's the majority of Verizon's high-end phones. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how what happens with all this. I'm kind of excited. Mm-hmm. I'm significantly more excited at the fact that Deutsche Telekom is not just dropping out. Hey, it's like, okay, we're, we're disappearing, and then it's like, well, that didn't work. All right, we're doubling down. And it, oh, man. I, I'm excited. So what else do we got going on here? Oh, not excited. Very unexcited. 
Blockbuster got bought by Dish Network. And Dish really? Network was, yeah, remember that happened? Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. My brain has just been fried today. <laughs> it's all your I don't paranoia. It's just blocking everything the paranoia, out. Yeah, it's pushing everything else out. Okay, yes. So, Dish bought Blockbuster. Yes, and they did their Blockbuster at home thing, right? Over the Dish yeah. Network, and you could do the video games and all that stuff. And we were looking at that saying, like, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, well, after Blockbuster was bought, they had put out a press release saying that they were saving more than 15,000 jobs nationwide as a result of keeping 1,500 stores open. Yeah. Uh, they just announced that they're going to close 500 of them. More than 500. I know, I know the one in Celine just closed. Yeah, the two of them in Kalamazoo are closing. One of them actually just closed. The other one is still open until the end of next month, quote-unquote. Most likely because it's liquidation, it's going to be until they're done with all their stuff, selling of all their inventory. Because that's what it was with Circuit City. Was, when are you going to close? Oh, at the end of the month? Oh, we sold everything. Now we're closed. Yep. So 500 stores. Stores. Granted, How many right jobs? now it's a good time if you're near a blockbuster and it's still got some DVDs that you want to get them cheap. How many jobs? Uh, let's see. 15,000 jobs out of... 1,500 levels, 100 jobs a store? That seems a little high, but... It, yeah, well, I doubted that original figure anyways. Yeah. But, um, yeah, 500 stores being closed is weak store-level financial performance, and they will continue to evaluate the impact of certain factors on other stores. So, when do we have the funeral for Blockbuster? I don't know, because the Blockbuster Express is already being owned by Redbox. Well, technically, yep. Coinstar. Coinstar owns Redbox? Yeah, you didn't know that. Oh, makes sense now, though, because the machines are always next to each other. Yep. Coinstar owns Redbox. Okay. So the, the Blockbuster vending machines are now owned by Coinstar. Yep, and they're supposed to be switched over sometime this summer. Yep. <laughs> Possibly sooner. <laughs> Dish decides to just... Kick out Blockbuster. <laughs> well, Dish is going with the Blockbuster at home thing still, so... Yeah, but really, I mean, if they just change the name, if they do a brand renaming, who's going to notice? Not really, because basically the Blockbuster at home was a brand renaming of their video on demand plus DVDs through mail. Yeah. So... So... what? We need, like, the, the funeral dirge or taps or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. Following in the steps of Borders. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, it felt so weird when I went to go pick up the sixth book of the Temeraire. Temeraire? Yeah, Temeraire series. Um, it felt weird having to go to a, a Barnes & Noble. And not Borders? Yeah. Yep. Are you... Are, you finished the sixth book already? Yes. You bastard. What? You caught up and passed me. I know. Because, <laughs> like I said, I devoured the books. Yep. Like, I started reading last night, and I was on page 270, and I'm like, okay, I'll read to page 300, and I'll set it down, and then I'll have something to read this afternoon. Nope. <laughs> nope, finished it. Let's see, where am I? Amazon uh, updated their Kindle app now. It will actually tell you what physical page you're on in addition to your location. All right, so what physical page are you on? I'm loading. Hang on. I am on physical page 188 of 276. Eight. Uh, of 276. So keep in mind, this might be like the hardcover. Yeah, because the paperback was 350, which is actually yep. shorter than her previous book, which was around 370. I am 67% of the way through the book. Mm. So I'm guessing you're in the middle of the... <laughs> Don't say it. 
we've been talking about these books, I would not be surprised if we've encouraged at least one listener to go and read them. Okay. So speaking of the Amazon Kindle, yes, um, Amazon has pulled 5,000 Kindle titles. Oh, no. Just the Kindle versions, not the actual the, – the physical print the books. The books are still on Amazon. Yes, the books are still on Amazon, but the Kindle editions are off the have shelf. Have been pulled. Yep. Why? Because there was a disagreement between the independent publishers group and Amazon. About the pricing. Yep. Oh, independent publishers. Amazon wanted better margins. When will you learn that you have no control over your material anymore? (laughs) They wanted better margins, and we were telling them what our terms were, so they took the titles off. Yep. And where are you going to publish now? (laughs) I don't know. They have no control anymore. Nope. Too bad. Because, there, yeah, there really isn't an independent ebook <laughs> Retailer? Yeah. None worth anything, at least. Yeah. Because everybody's got, what, a Kindle? Yep. Or an iPad? Or an iPad or an Android, which both have Kindle. Yeah. Yeah, you, so, you can't, it's hard to do mom and pop stuff on the internet. It, yeah, it's nearly impossible. Because <laughs> you got to do exactly how the big boys do, and it just doesn't seem it's going to work. Nope. Oh, Redbox. Free game week. Yes, you mentioned this. Yes. What is this free game? So it's free game week, not free game day. Well, it's the... It's Wait, all their games will be free? No. Oh. If you look at the link, uh, it gives you a link to redbox.com slash gamesweek. You get a free one-night rental of a select few games. Literally, oh. there is 2021, 22 titles. Okay. Some of these you cannot play in a night. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at that like, really? Skyrim. You get it free for a night. Final Fantasy XIII 2. <laughs> you get it free, free for, for a night. A night. And what you have to do is you actually have to set up for the online reservation, which includes putting your information in and your credit card number. Yeah, I think I've actually got that. Yeah, I've got that too, because that's what I did for um, Driver when I rented it through Redbox. But most likely, I'm guessing this is just a massive try and grab everybody's contact information, Attention. get their email it's, addresses. It's their email, it's their credit, it's their, it's, but it's also to get the word out. Yeah. It's also things like this, where we're saying, hey, Redbox has games, they have current games, go rent them yep so anytime between sunday which would as this is recording yesterday yeah and march 1st reserve it online you get the first day free which some of these i don't know if i'd want to spend more than a day Day i don't know i I was considering picking up uh 13.2 anyways it's supposed to be much improved (laughs) (laughs) so here's where i'm torn andy because i i said when i purchased final fantasy 13 yes the last three games have sucked. Okay. If this one is bad, I am washing my hands of the series. <gasps> That's what I said when I got Final Fantasy Thirteen. Okay. And I played it. Yep. And I played through it. I'm like, you know what? This is crap. I'm done. <laughs> so you're done. But now they have thirteen two out, and everyone I've talked to is like, no, it's so much better. It's actually good. They actually listen to people when people complained. They fixed these issues. It is, it is a much better game. So what do I do? I don't know. Like, I, I can't, I... Well, okay, you can get Rent 13.2 free. For, even just keep it for a couple of days. It still would be, you keep it for three, you get your one day free, keep it for two more days. It's still only, what, four bucks? Okay. So you got a, you got a good, solid yeah, three days. It's, it's during the work week, Andy. I know. It's during a really busy work week. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just laying out what they give you. Yeah. So. Well, maybe I'll try it. We'll see. There's a red box across the street. <laughs> 
In fact, there's probably two red boxes across the street now that I think about it, because there's a Walgreens around here, too. Yeah, we got nothing for three miles. The, uh, well, if the Blockbuster Express ever switches over, that might be a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. But still, it's not close. So what else do we got going on here? Oh, Mac- Mass Effect 3, Space Discs. Yes, Mass Effect 3 was the tossing things into the atmosphere. Yes, hooking Why? up copies of Mass Effect 3 to other balloons and releasing them. This Because it's not out yet. No. So this is a stunt. Yes. In the sense that someone is going to get Mass Effect 3 early. Yes. So they've launched these games. They've launched so far three copies. Yeah. Uh, two of them were launched in San Francisco. Another one was launched in Vegas. And as we are speaking, I think the one in New York has actually finally landed. It fell the 50,000 feet it was? Yes. Okay. Um, and do these have, like, GPS trackers on them? Yes. So if you went to the Mass Effect website, you could actually, like, load up the website and you could see where they were tracking them. Uh, um, well, the, the first two didn't work out as well as they planned. What happened? Um... One of them landed up in a tree 150 feet up in the woods north of Santa Cruz. Okay. And people can't find the other one. <laughs> so they actually Wait, but had... they have GPS trackers on them. I know. <laughs> How can you not find them when they have a GPS tracker? All I know is that Bioware has called off the San Francisco events, saying due to legal obligations and this, that, and the other thing, that nobody has gotten the first two of them. But it was quite funny to uh, watch in real time the people trying to um, get the one that was stuck up in a tree because there was about 10 people there trying to, you know, figure out a way to get 150 feet up this tree to try and get the game disc. So they were doing like classic like uh, baseball tied to a string and trying to throw it up there and get stuff to knock down. A ladder? Well, it's 150 feet. Yeah, it's 150 feet. <laughs> it's a tall ladder. Um, supposedly, uh, somebody was saying that they were trying to do, uh, if the baseball and string didn't work, the guy in Home Depot said he would, uh, build them a potato gun. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> the first two are ir- uh, irretrievable. We advise not going after them due to safety and legal reasons. My guess is one of them landed on somebody's private property. <laughs> Someone with a gun. I mean, um... Oh, so the other one landed in the middle of Hackensack. Ah, Dang it, I was hoping it was <laughs> the way it had currently um, was going when I was watching it. Uh, it only had traveled about another 50 miles or so, it would have landed in the Long Island Sound. Yep. That would have been really funny. <laughs> See all the, the Mass Effect people out in boats trying to get it before it sinks? <laughs> trying to fish it out of the water. So there are uh, four more of these. Two of them are going to be launched in London, and two more are going to be launched in Berlin later this week. Where are you seeing the height? You had mentioned how high it was. Um, if you click on... Oh, okay. The yep, altitude, location. 34 meters. Yep. So it looks like that one's landed. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, there's no chance we're getting these other ones. No. <laughs> London and Berlin. Yep. Well, it's kind of cool in the sense that you can uh, watch the air currents. <laughs> I'm just slightly, I'm very curious where they're going to launch, they're probably going to launch it from west of London, so probably out by like Oxford or something. It'd be hilarious though if it like fell into the the Royal Parade Grounds or something. (laughs) Buckingham Palace. (laughs) The Queen gets her own free copy of Mass Effect 3. (laughs) We are not amused. (laughs) No, except that, well, I I suppose if they're launching it in London, they're launching the PAL version. Probably. So I was going to say, she'll get it, but she can't play it because it's NTSC. Well, it seems somebody has gotten the uh, somebody's gotten the Hoboken, New Jersey version. Cool. 
So at least it's not as bad as THQ launching all those balloons. Oh God! Yeah, in San Francisco, yep. of all places, oh. San Francisco. So we talked uh, about Oklahoma. Yes. And their tax. Yes. Their sin tax. Yes. On violent video games, which I found highly amusing. Well, that's good dead, too. That's dead, too? Yep. The, okay. It was killed in the, uh, which, which committee was it killed in? The Subcommittee on Revenue and Taxation. Okay. They would not stand for his proposed legislation. Why not? I don't know. There is no evidence linking video games with real-world violence or obesity. Something True. like that, yeah. Yeah, okay. But yeah, that bill's now dead, so... All right. I mean, I I didn't... You know, I, I was not actively a supporter of the bill, but I could not find anything wrong with it. Yep. I guess they did. <laughs> so Civ Fi is finally getting, like, a decent expansion. Not, like, a, a mini little DLC bullshit no. stuff? It's like, hey, new maps, new race. <laughs> This one is called the Gods and Kings expansion. Really? 27? Are they bringing back religion? Yes. Oh, oh, Andy, that's how I was winning all those Civ 4 games. I know, that's how you were winning all those Civ 4 games. <laughs> like, shut up. It's like, oh, Dave is picking India. Great, we're all going to lose. <laughs> Actually, uh, the, the Spanish was my favorite one. Mm. So expansion includes 27 new units, 13 new buildings, 9 new wonders, 9 new civilizations, and 2 new types of city-states. Hmm. Including also 2, sorry, 3 new uh, scenarios. Medieval, Fall of Rome, and a Victorian science fiction scenario. Really? Yep. And how much will this expansion set us back? They have not announced that yet. Okay. I am expecting $40. <laughs> I don't know if that would get me back to playing Civ 5. I tried playing Civ 5 just recently, and I can't do it. I'm I'm tempted to try again. Yeah, Civ 4, it was much more fun. <sighs> so Civ 5, huh? Yep. Maybe if we tried a multiplayer Civ 5. Co-op versus the computer. Hmm... Maybe. Where we, we, you know, custom definition of winning. Yes, only one of us will actually win. No, you can set up as a team game. Can you? Yeah. Have you not oh, looked at? No. <sighs> the advanced then, options, you can do set up as teams. Then let's, let, Andy? Yes, Dave? <laughs> what are you doing today? Um, I'm actually going to go get a massage at 2.45. Okay, but before your massage. Um, it's almost it's 2 almost o'clock. It's almost 2 o'clock. <laughs> we should probably wrap up soon anyway. Yes. So, um, quickly, the light speed, the faster than light neutrinos. Um, it's were, been solved, in theory, possibly. They're not faster than light, according to the new um, research. Okay, so, Andy, real quick, do you know how neutrino detection occurs? I'm guessing you shoot light really far distances? So, no, not really. Not even sorta. I can't give you that. Okay. So, you, you detect neutrinos with basically a giant pool of water. Like, it, that, that is what is used to detect neutrinos. So imagine this pool in Italy. Okay. And you have the particle accelerator in CERN, the, the LHC, Large Hadron Collider, okay? Yes. When they explode shit at CERN, neutrinos get sent off in all directions. Yes. Some of which pass this pool at Italy. Okay. And so then they register that, hey, it's passed. So using highly efficient timing mechanisms, they can look at the neutrinos and say, it passed at this time, it was created here at this time, we know the exact distance it had to travel... So we know its speed. Yes. So what was happening was, based on the time that it was showing up in Italy, it had to pass faster than light. Which doesn't seem possible. Is not possible. Yeah. By all modern science theory. 
So they identified what may have actually been the problem. Which is... Oh, and they repeated this experiment multiple times. Well, of course, because if you're getting results saying something's moving faster than the speed of light... You, you really want to double-check that. Yeah. There was a loose cable. <laughs> <laughs> there was a loose cable at CERN, which was screwing up with their end of the timing. Oh, that is just a loose cable. A loose cable. All modern science theory, loose cable. I love how the CERN director was asked about this during a conference recently. Yeah. And I have to, I have to find his quote. Da, 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 da. Ah, here we go. The director said that he had difficulty believing it because nothing arrives in time in Italy. <laughs> Ouch! That is from the director of CERN. Of CERN. <laughs> At least he's got a sense of humor. <laughs> This is why I don't believe it. Nothing in Italy arrives on time. I mean, for goodness sakes. Not since the 40s. Oh. So I'm guessing they fixed the cable and now things are actually traveling at the speed of light. Yeah, they, they need to retest it a couple of times, but they are pretty sure they knocked it back down to the speed of light. Gotcha. How can you make something travel faster than the speed of light? Change the speed of light. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Like, all of the measurements now are... St- they're trying to make everything based off of the speed of light. Well, like all a, our measurements are based off the speed of light now. Not all of them yet. There's still a couple of them that I think are still based off of the kilograms. I think the kilogram is still just based off of the lead weights that are everywhere. Well, it's not everywhere. There's a lead weight that is designated as a kilogram. I thought there were multiple copies of it, though, and they just used the average weight between all of them. Come on, Wikipedia. I'm pretty sure there's just one. And in fact, it's shrinking and they don't know why. Stability of the International Prototype Kilogram. Ah, there are official copies stored throughout the world. But there is one. Yeah, there's one main one, and there's a batch of 40 replicas that were delivered around the world back in 1884, according to Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. So, cleaning the prototypes removes between 5 and 60 pectograms. (laughs) Interesting. All right, so don't clean the kilograms. (laughs) Every time they clean the kilogram, I get heavier. Okay. So what? where do we go from that? Um, I'm, I'm not entirely sure where we can go from that. March Madness might actually cost money to watch it online this year. Oh, someone will find a way to pirate it. Probably. Well, if, it's, if the game's being broadcast on CBS, then you can watch it for free. Mm-hmm. But if it's getting broadcast on TBS, TNT, or True TV, you need to oh, authenticate Turner. that you are able to receive those channels. Otherwise, it's three ninety nine for an all-access pass from beginning to end. Oh, Turner. Yep. And last but not least, Google adds Esperanto. Which is a made-up language, but Google will now translate it. You know what this means, though? I finally can actually watch Incubus 6. Is it in Esperanto? Yeah, it's William Shatner's Esperanto-only movie, if I remember correctly. Why does William Shatner keep coming up? (laughs) I watched The Captains, by the way. And? On your recommendation. William Shatner is a crazy motherfucker. Yes, William Shatner is crazy. Avery Brooks is also slightly nuts, but although I will say my favorite scene in the entire movie, the entire documentary, is at the convention when William Shatner just walks into a... He photobombs a picture. (laughs) Yes. And people look at him like, how dare... Oh my god! (laughs) And then he just keeps on walking. Yeah, like he stops, poses, and walks off. But yeah, Incubus, released in 1966, starring William Shatner, Milos Milos, and a couple other people. Okay. Entirely in Esperanto. Esperanto. I don't want to learn a new language. You don't have to. You just get Google to do it. Right. Is it at least subtitled? I don't know. Do you really want to watch Incubus? No. 
<laughs> it's basically one of those things that we got during my film class as an extra credit question. What movie was written entirely in Esperanto? Yeah, that was one of them. Another one of them was the uh, the the words from um, The Day the Earth Stood Still and Evil Dead. Klaatu Verata Nikto? Yep. I don't know Evil Dead. Is it the same word? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but at the, at the end of the movie, he couldn't remember what it was. And so he was like, Klaatu Verata Nick Nick. Oh, God, I can't remember what it was. Like, necktie. <laughs> and so I put that quote as my answer. <laughs> I got double points. Nicely done, Andy. <laughs> word all right review yes soul caliber five i actually in my head heard it as the voice that's why i did that although his voice is much less soul caliber five yes voice acting is terrible (laughs) well it's a soul caliber game no 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 even on measured against the other soul calibers the voice acting is terrible. Like it, it makes you want to physically harm these characters, which perhaps is the goal. <laughs> so if you've never played a Soul Calibur game, this is kind of the one of the definitive button mashers versus strategy. Yes. Of you can sit there and button mash and manage to beat any one of the levels of like zero up to ninety-five percent. Yes. That top five percentile will completely kick your ass. I played against a hard computer. I think I touched the ground three times. Yeah, if you, if you go to the GameFAQs websites, I, I did this actually because I couldn't figure out during the, it was uh, Soul Calibur 3, I think was the last one that I've played. Yeah. Um, has a story mode. Yes. And so I was playing along that, and I couldn't figure out how to beat one of the bosses there. It turns out I could only beat him by doing like blocking and parrying moves and throwing the guy out. It was so confusing. But I went to the GameFAQs, and there are guides for each character about how to do, like, perfect combos. Yep. Where you, the combo is set up, you can do this, and then this, and this, and you will... But as soon as you start it, you will win. Yeah, because the person as long as you, yeah. is, quote-unquote, getting juggled. Yep. Which, if anybody has blown up a balloon and then tried to keep it in the air... Same kind of idea. Yeah, except you're doing except that. This, this balloon has some kind of conscious thought and, and motion and control and can change its course in the air. Yeah. So it's a fighting game. It's a fighting game. It's a two-player fighting game. With 3D. swords. With swords. Lots of swords and pointy objects. Lots of Some different poles. sides of swords, too. There, there's a guy with a pole. There's a woman with a ball. that she She's like claws and a magic ball that she can throw out and pull back. Oh, yeah. Voldo and his claws. No, no, no. This is a different one. Oh. She has much smaller claws. And she's got this magic ball. There's a guy who has a wolf from another dimension. <laughs> yeah, it's really like they're not even trying anymore. And then there's Ezio Auditore di Firenze. What? what? You didn't know he's in there? Assassin's Creed, Ezio. Yeah, Ezio. He has a gun. Well, yes, he has a gun. <laughs> it's, it's really not fair. <laughs> Ezio Auditore di Firenze. Boom, wait, boom, wait, boom. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Well, it's like the bomb throwers from Soul Calibur 4. 3. 3. At least I think it was 3. Yeah, pretty sure it's 3. Okay, so then I might have played Soul Calibur 2. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, Ezio's a little um, unfair. <laughs> oh. it, okay, so so kind of back to the, the, the idea of a review. It is gorgeous. Well, yes. it's it, and, and Soul Calibur has always pushed the kind of the limits of the graphics in these very fast-paced combat sequences. It is gorgeous. It still has a couple clipping issues. It is a Soul Calibur. There are times when your weapon goes through the other person and doesn't actually do anything. So it looks great. Beautiful, though. Looks great. Plays just like a Soul Calibur. 
uh, has moves that are, oh my god, so ridiculously impossible to pull off. You have to enter the Konami code in under like a half a second. Not actually the Konami code, but things that approximate that length. Yeah. So, like, Ivy has, this is the, the chick with the whip sword. She has a move, it's like up, I think it's up, up, down, down. God, it almost is the Konami code. No, because it starts like back, back, forward, forward, up, up, down, 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 forward, up, left, and then three buttons. <laughs> it's pretty, it's just nuts. Uh, but it's ridiculous as to what happens with it. So, good game. Fun game. Frustrating game. How's the story mode? Because the story mode always just seems ridiculous. Story mode in this case is more just like the arcade mode, uh, which is to say it's a sequence of battles. But some of them have special... No, it, it, I, if they do, I haven't gotten to them yet. Okay. Where some of them have special abilities, or like you can only throw this person. Nothing like that yet. Okay. Uh, but this, for once, the story mode actually is the story of Soul Calibur. Hmm. It's not just like some extra thing they threw in. It is, hey, here's where we are right now with the story go ahead and do this so you you find out what happened to the sword and you don't get to choose who you play as during the story mode what well because you're playing through the story with different characters but there are some characters that suck yeah including the main two i i would expect that to begin with at least that's oh go do your free rental and just try it i will to thank Redbox. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, multiplayer is, is actually pretty fun, which is to say fighting against someone. Yeah, well, it depends on who you're playing against. <laughs> yeah, I still remember it was... We'll, uh, we'll find out how that goes. Brian's Friday Night Gaming, something like that, where we played Soul Calibur 4. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yes! Not, not to sound um, sexist, but I was playing against a girl in that first round, and I was very excited. Sexist? Sexism? Sexist. Sexist. That's what I said, isn't no it? No T. No, you, you had a T in there. No. You you had a sextus. Like a sextant? Sure. Okay. Or a sext. As in an inappropriate text. Um. Anyways, <laughs> yes. And the girl kicked your ass, didn't she? Yes, because um, Ed's brother's name. Nick. Nick. Yeah, it was Nick's girlfriend. And so Nick was just, you know, leaning over her shoulder telling her what to do. Oh, that's not cool. I got creamed. Didn't we have Soul Calibur 2 as part of the head-to-head? I do believe so. Did we ever get to it? I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> not sure if the head-to-head article or the text file is still up or not. No clue. Nope. Page you're looking for does not exist. Okay. So the question is, would you recommend it for other people? If you enjoyed the Soul Calibur games and you don't have Soul Calibur 4, then yes. <laughs> if you already have Soul Calibur 4, I'm not sure there's enough improvement. The character creation seems both more limited and more spread at the same time. What? It, you have fewer... It might just be that I haven't unlocked all the choices yet, but it feels like you have more control over fewer choices. Ah, uh, okay. So... Uh, if you've already got four, probably not worth picking up five right now. Yeah. Wait for it to go down in price. Wait for six to come out in two years. <laughs> if you really want to play with Ezio Auditore Diferente, go for it. Because he is pretty badass. Well, of course. Because he's a master assassin. Yeah, I mean, he's Ezio. Yeah. All right. So we'll call okay. five. Random topic. What is the worst nightmare that you remember? Being trapped in the closet with Andy. I mean, um... You had a dream of getting trapped in a closet with me? No, I, I didn't. <laughs> no, no seven minutes in heaven. No. <laughs> no. Bad Kate. <laughs> I heard that. And it Bad took me a second to, to try and hear that through the headphones. And I'm like, wait, no. No, 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 no. No. 
I'm glad we just made Kate's day. <laughs> uh, my nightmare that I remember. Yes. I, I don't know if it's the worst one, but certainly kind of I get those recurring nightmares. Uh, you know the the thing about like you are at school and you're naked. Yeah. I'm not naked, but I don't know my schedule. <laughs> so your worst nightmare is you being lost. Not it's not that I'm lost because I know the school. It's I have no idea where I'm supposed to be. Like I get out of class and I'm like, okay, wait, where am I going? Or I get out of class. I like I had something I was supposed to do for this class and I don't remember what it is. And then I I have to wake up and I have to say like, no, I graduated. I have a degree. I have several degrees. I don't need to worry about that anymore. Can't believe the worst nightmare. As I said, I don't know that it's my worst nightmare, but it's the recurring nightmare. Well, you didn't ask for recurring nightmares. You just asked for well, your worst I'm nightmare. I'm trying to think of my worst nightmare. I don't know my worst nightmare. <sighs> the worst nightmare that you remember. I don't remember my worst nightmares. What's yours? Um, well, for a week back in elementary school, or was it middle school? Something right around that range. Um, for a week, I was dreaming that the world was getting taken over by vampires. And the only way... Andy predicted Twilight. Um, the only way to... Uh, get rid of these vampires was not like stabbing them through the heart with stakes but you had to cover them with blankets but then okay. all of the blankets were um, getting hoarded by the vampires in Antarctica their weakness what yeah I don't know why Antarctica okay probably I, I don't know no sun through half I the year but um so I had to fight my way down to Antarctica and then try and get into this giant um vault with all the blankets and then um, getting into that vault, I somehow started to fall, and then there were these four circles, and that's when I woke up, and that was the last I remember of that huge saga of vampires and blankets. Okay. But um, I think the one that really freaked me out at one point was the fact that, uh, for some reason, I remember it was a dream about my sister getting married, but we were on a cruise ship, and then it started to turn into uh, the Poseidon. The ship mm. was upside down and sinking, yep. which is odd, because I've never actually seen Poseidon or the remake. Um but yeah, that was the one where I like I woke up and I was like freaking out and sweating, and so I had to actually like get up, make sure you were on solid ground, yeah, and awake. Yep, yep. That one, that was I think the last one that really freaked me out enough to actually like get myself out of bed afterwards because yeah, I wanted to make sure that was not actually going on. See, the the, the thing is, the bad dreams I can think of were all really cool. <laughs> they were so bad like, they were good. No, like I I had a dream where I was getting chased by a Terminator. <laughs> That was a nightmare, right? I was I was sweating, I was terrified, it was all it was so fun. <laughs> Somehow Skeletor made it into that episode too, by the way. Castle Grayskull. Is that Skeletor? Yes. Okay. I was trying to remember if that was actually the uh, opponent of He-Man or not. Yes, uh, okay. that was. So like I had Skeletor in my dream and the Terminator, and it was like terrifying because there were these evil things trying to kill me. Of course. But it was fun! <laughs> I got to run away from a Terminator. I got to beat the shit out of Skeletor. It's not really a nightmare if you're having fun. Exactly! <laughs> this is why the best I can come up with is this whole thing about school. What a sheltered life you live. I just prefer to think I have better coping mechanisms. Alright, that's all I can think of is list of the vampires and then the ship sinking. Okay. It's school. What? It seems so passe. So, oh, yeah, I'm lost in school. Yeah. Yeah, alright. All right, so yeah, remember contest. Two more days. Contest. Three more days. Send us an email. Yes. Include what you like about the show. Or send us a tweet, one of the two. Yeah, the emails have been really touching. I haven't actually read any of the emails yet, because I was going to wait for all of them and then read them all. Oh, no, you, you should really actually go read them. Right. They're kind of sweet. Well, first, um, I'm going to go hit the head. Go take your, your, yeah, and then go get your massage. Yeah. Enjoy. All right, see you next week. Yep, bye, everyone.
This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.